The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we're going to talk about the many ways we can raise our vibration especially when we feel like we just can't. If you have something going on, maybe a health challenge, a loved one who's out of body, how do we raise that vibration? We know that laughter is one of the main ways to do it, but you know, you might not be feeling all that social. How can we, and of course, if you do, that's good. As we know, when we've talked about many times, sharing the joy multiplies it and sharing our heartache. Well, we have that camaraderie and hopefully that helps. Let's talk about Nurture from nature. How can nature best help us? Because, you know, nature's out there doing its thing all the time. We got involved with, we call them the tree people. It's this wonderful group called Archangel Ancient Tree Archives. It's a wonderful story. This man, he had a near-death experience years ago. And when he was out, he he was directed to learn how to clone the trees so that he could save the redwoods, save the giant trees. And there's a lot written about it out there. It's really very exciting, and there's a lot going on. And I have the opportunity to channel with him, and we talk about how conscious those trees are, how conscious the root system is, how beautiful it is when you think about the reciprocity we have with the trees in terms of our lungs and their roots. We've all seen pictures, I'm sure. And if you think of the lungs and the roots lying on their sides like an eight, a figure eight with that energy just going around, and around. And there are so many ways that happens. If you lift up that eight, they're just coming in and saying, let's look at that eight a different way. That connectedness, it almost looks like an hourglass, but you think about your loved ones out of body and they're at the top of that eight, but it swirls down and it comes around that bottom part of the eight and envelops us and it holds us. That's what their love does for us. So here, when we're feeling bereft or, or disconnected, what is it that we can best do? Well, you know, I'm an old lady. I remember the days of going out and and becoming a tree hugger. You know, it's one of the best things you literally can do. You can go out and lean against a tree. If If you're limber enough, you can climb a tree. 
but just being with that energy. They have consciousness. Our animals, of course, have consciousness. And as we've discussed many times, dogs and cats are particularly wired, horses as well, to align with us and understand and take responsibility to be able to alleviate a lot of our suffering. And it isn't that we need to slobber all over them, but you know what? They are wired. They love to do that, and they can release it very easily. Well, what about the trees? When we think about the communication with the trees, we think of the root system. A really remarkable thing happened a while back. Maybe I've shared this with you before, but in this context, it's, it's amazing what goes on that we don't see and we're not privy to. Our loved ones are out there, of course, they're communicating with us. Sometimes we hear them, sometimes we feel them, sometimes there are signs that come in. But they're here, and again, we know that they're appropriate and we're, they're not peeping palms, but they're around us. It's interesting because um, Harry, who I talk about sometimes, my husband Harry, he, he commented the other day, I feel my mom, and I got that wave, and I said, do you think it's because she hugged you? And, and we're talking about the whole thing, well, do we think of them first? And, and then they hug us. I'm just so very grateful to be able to see them because Harry says, huh, I'm feeling, and I look over, and there she is, and she's hugging him. So what comes first, the wave or the hug, the chicken or the egg, the trees, the roots? Well, you know, it's funny because they're, they're yucking around out there, and, and as important as it is to save the trees and how important they are in terms of the collaboration with our energy, with divine, with our breathing, of course, they're still you know, cracking up a little bit. The situation and the climate and all these things might be dire, but it's raising our vibration. It's raising it so that we can best be healing. And when we heal, we're able to best help the environment. We're best able to help ourselves. And we're best able to keep that vibration on that high plane. So one of these times we went up, they go on climbs. Well, you go up to the top of the tree. They told me it was an elevator. I, I pictured the Hyatt, you know. It's a harness one with one rope. But at any rate, this, what, what they're doing is they go to the very top of the tallest trees and take some of the freshest foliage, and then they clone the trees. Because seeds, you can't take a chance. It's dire, we need to replant the trees. So what I'm getting at is there was a tree trunk. It had been cut down. It was about, oh, about 10 feet tall and flat on the top. And it looked like a teepee with an opening, an old-fashioned what you would see maybe in, in books. And you would, go, you would go inside, and you could stand up straight. And I pictured, what a lovely place for kids to have a tea party. So David, the tree guy, um, his name is David Millock, he said, go in there and see what the tree has to say. And I thought, okay. I mean, I'm used to channeling people, but, you know, hey, why, why not? And I channel animals. I had never thought of it before. I spent my life in trees and in the woods in Massachusetts and loved trees and realized that communication with trees, it's an energetic communication. You know that when you get a plant, you kind of feel when it's thirsty or, or, or when it's screaming at you to, to give it something. We're, we have that connection. So, but it never crossed my mind. And I thought, oh, okay. So I went inside and I got quiet and I just listened. And I could feel the energetic of the tree and I could feel a root system even though the tree had been chopped down. This was what I would think to be just an empty or dead shell of a tree stump, you know? And the tree said, you know, I've been grieving. For, and it's weird because it was translated. The guides were translating it out there. I mean, I, I hope we, you know, well, you know what? <laughs> this is what they want to share with you. We all know how to speak animal. 
dog, cat, tree, flower, we all know, because the universal language is energy. Just take a deep breath with that. And in fact, let's do our little protection and intention so that we can allow our energy to expand and, and feel the tree energy or wherever it is you'd like to go. So take a deep breath and let your body relax. Let the shoulders go down. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. So funny. A whole bunch of kids coming around. They're kind of cracking me up because, you know, kids in trees, I mean, if you have them around, you climb them, right? So here's the thing. I went inside that tree, and the tree communicated energetically, but I got the translation. It said, I have been grieving for almost 150 years, but I, I'm not really grieving. I'm not grieving anymore. I have a whole lot of babies, and though we are not connected by root system, they can feel me, and I can still teach them how to be trees. And I thought, well, that's really interesting, but I thought, oh boy, you know, I, I didn't know how to even relate that. When I came out and I told David Millick about it, he said, well, the tree was cut down 150 years ago, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, I kind of mixed them up that it had been grieving almost 150 years, and it had been cut down 149 years ago. Facts in my brain, retrieval, if I'm not channeling, forget it. I'm so much more eloquent if I'm channeling. So the thing is, what I didn't know was that they found live DNA in this tree trunk, and they had a whole crop of mini trees growing in Michigan. And this tree was in Northern California, the tree stump, so they had been cloned where they have the whole facility where they're doing this out in Michigan. And those trees were receiving communication from their mama tree. Now we know the root systems all connect with each other. However, when you think of it being severed like that, think about it for us. Why are we talking about the trees? Because it's beautiful and it's magnificent and we love them and they raise our energy and it's a great way to literally raise your vibration. But what's another point that we can apply to ourselves? Think about it. This tree was able to communicate, not just that. The tree communicates its love, its protection, and its desire for its little baby trees to be well and sturdy and happy. Trees are doing it. You think our loved ones aren't doing that for us? Of course they're doing that for us. There are a whole bunch of people out here getting very emotional. And it's, it's so interesting to think about when you think about how, how much our animals love us and, you know, they wait for us. Any of, any of you who have furry pals, if they're somewhat conscious and, you know, and again, they're all so conscious and they're here to, to, to learn and be with us in so many ways. But very often, right, at the moment, we, we often have cats and dogs at the same time and now we have a cat, not a house full of cats, it isn't a cat house, but, you know, we've got three cats. So we come home, and they're all right by the door, and they're really bonded with our daughter. If she's due home in an hour after a couple of days or weeks or whatever, they're stationed there. They feel it. It's all about what we perceive to be invisible. It's all about what we think we can't see, and because we can't see it, we can't know it. Well, it really blew me away. I mean, I'm always humbled and blown away by channeling. It never gets stale. Whoever I channel for, I'm just, you know, I, I am always looking up and saying, how, how divine. I mean, literally, how divine. But for a tree to be able to communicate details. Now, again, 
how they communicate, it's a vibration, it's in waves. But you know what? That's how we communicate. I, I realize as the years that have gone by, when I first, you know, I didn't have a word for channeling, but when I was two years old, I'd see my grandfather and he looked much the same, meaning, you know, he's laughing. He says, well, if I showed out without my usual shirt and trousers, because that's what they called him back then, he probably wouldn't be in this language anyway, but I would frighten you. So he looked the same to me because that's what he manifested. And I was so very young, it felt normal to me. As the years went by, you know, as a kid, as a teenager, when I'd see people, I'd see them standing behind people in full regalia, usually an outfit, whatever it is. As time has gone on, I've relied, and we've talked about this before, less and less on the senses. You know, when we're taught about those senses, they're so physical, but we all know about our intuition. We all know about our senses. It isn't about six, seven, eight, nine. You can count to a million when you think of our senses, every cell. We are really antennas in the body. When we're out of body, they report to us that they can be with us so quickly they travel at the speed of thought. They have access. They have access to everything. Of course, they do. Do they have access to all of the divine secrets? Well, they probably want to share with us, and that wouldn't much help us. If we're here to learn, if we're here to expand and figure all that out, and we do that by forgetting part of the way, and they're here to support us, of course, they're going to be hanging out and helping us in every way. But if we're on that, and the brink of that eureka moment, how organic it is to go, and we get it, and they hug us. But of course, they're holding our hands as we're going down the path to that. How do we know that? Because of love. Love is the energy. Think about this mama tree, chopped down, no leaves. And I really hope it was on a property where there were some kids there, and I have a feeling I really hope they were having some grand you know, board games, but tea parties and, and whatever is going on in there. The tree felt happy. The tree has consciousness. It has love for its little clones and sends it that energy. Really think about it. The unseen energy, where, where are these souls inside these human bodies that are full-on antennas? Think about what you know about animals. There are cats and dogs roaming, not, you know, and horses too, I've seen roaming the halls of, of, of hospitals. Of course, they have somebody with them, but they can sniff out. They know where to go, who to nurture, who to nuzzle. They're finding that the vibration of cats, there, there are literally medical studies where the cat's purr is very healing, even for cancer. Think about how animals right before, if there's going to be a natural disaster, before the ground starts shaking, the cats know, the cats hide, the animals all start acting wonky, or, you know, the farmers know when the cows are doing whatever. They're picking up on that energy. Yes, there are changes in barometric pressure. Yes, there are all kinds of changes. But there are ways that our body picks up. Take a deep breath and allow yourself to just feel, yeah, picture what makes you most comfortable, trees, animals, floating on the water, or just right where you're sitting with your feet flat on the floor and a loved one wrapping their arms around you. All of these are going to feel very similar from an energetic place, but how they'll feel will feel very different. I can feel a whole bunch of kids hugging parents right now. I can feel one guy yelled, I'm a lovebird. I'm hugging my wife. 
and there is several cycles. She's not my wife, but I love her. It's really so cool because I'm listening from higher up, from guides. What it's almost like a group speak of what they want to get across. Of course, our purposes, you know, we record. And then you hear this, not in real time, you hear it later. But the people who are involved now in coming in and adding to or putting their two cents in, one kid just said, they're going to be wrapping around you when you're listening to this as if you're calling them on the phone. And by the way, you can call them on the phone. You don't need a phone. All you have to do is look up and say, hey, remember Carrie, Carrie Michaela's mom, who would often say, that she channeled in that the awareness of the connection is the connection. Our mind worries about getting it right. Our mind worries about it. But you know what? We have the need, and the need needs to go beyond the mind and the limitations we were taught. They're laughing out there. Do you think the tree thought, huh, before I send love to my babies thousands of miles away in Michigan, think anyone's going to think I'm kind of nuts? Well, I don't, I don't think that tree had nuts, to be specific. However, it, was, I mean, it had no nuts that had been chopped down, but I don't think it was that kind of tree. At any rate, when, again, when they joke around out there, they want lightness. If they're making little, little puns, but the thing is that they're alleviating and aligning us to that higher vibration to have a little chuckle because it's easier for them to, well, it's easy for them to hug us all the time. It's easier for us to feel it when our vibration is higher. So again, why would we inhibit our need to communicate? Here's something, and people are always saying at the end of a session, tell them how much I love them. And I always say, you just did. And it isn't just that I know they just did. I can feel, see, hear get the wave from their loved one in response to what they're saying. Tell them I loved one. I feel that energy expanding. I watch them if we're in person and their auric fields merge. Out-of-body people, they're in auric fields, pretty darn strong one. They just don't have the body inside because they're not wearing one right now. And yet, even without the physical brain and the physical heart and the physical gut, the soul, you think the soul doesn't have gut instinct? The soul is the gut instinct. That's what shines through from the gut. Think of right now, if you just had a little shot of energy shooting out of your right foot, it means that this is working. It's the right way for you to do it. If you're feeling a little energy coming in on the left, on the side, might be a little out of left field for you. Think of the different ways, personal ways, that you can interpret your loved one's conversation, collaboration, because here's the thing. Other than one kid is yelling, well, unless we're really grouchy and kind of mad and stuck inside our heads. But for the most part, they're loving us. They're wrapping around us. They're wanting to have it come through. And that energetic is a very high frequency. If you go out and hug a tree, and of course, you know, maybe you don't want to worry about somebody watching you, or you could bring all your friends and make a big circle and all hug the tree. There's a really beautiful thing going on about reciprocal energy. So there are all these videos out there, again, if you want to look up um, Archangel Ancient Tree Archive, and I hope I got the words in order, because names, I don't do names very well in, in regular brain territory, let alone channeling. That energy, that communication is available to all of us all the time. 
we might not have that need. That tree that had been cut down probably didn't have the need to be so telepathic. It probably strengthened it the same way that somebody in the human body, if there's a sensory part that isn't working very well, will compensate. If the hearing isn't great, we'll look around. Or if the vision, you know, you know how all that works. It's interesting because the tree would be depending on the root system to communicate with its, with its friends and neighbors and little baby tree loved ones, and it wouldn't have to think about or have the consciousness or however a tree does it to go that far away. But what drove the tree to do it? Love. Just because those clones were not within root system, vision, maybe initially the whole energetic that the tree was used to, the tree knew. And in a responsible way, because nobody told the tree it couldn't. The tree expands, and the tree does what it needs to do, even though those little baby clones can't see Mama Tree. And I don't know if they have the consciousness that Mama Tree got cut down, but they must have the consciousness that Mama Tree is alive with communication and the fact that they were derived from Mama Tree. You think when you love someone so much and we're together with the people we love before we come in and we figure it out and we come in and, you know, we take on challenges and, you know, we're not going to say, hey, let's have a really tough time because that's so much fun. But sometimes we'll pick challenges or a theme, whether it's camaraderie, expansion, healing, a theme with our soul family. And we come in, you know, so many kids will say, you were in body before I was, and then I came in body, and you love me, and I love you. Now I'm back out of body, but you were okay before I came in. And of course, it's going to be hard, because you're kind of used to me being around. But on the other hand, is the rest of your time here going to be better or worse? Think about it. If you're going to, I just got a shot of energy going through the right foot. It doesn't mean it's easy to do so. But so many kids ask, they beg, and they're not making light of the grieving, not at all. Think about the fact that we've had our time with our loved one here in body. So out of body, they'll say to us, yes, you had time with me before I came in, then we were together. Are you going to be better for the rest of your days? We can't say a worse. Of course there's grieving. Nobody is judging that because the body, we're in the physical body, we need to grieve. But the thing is, were, were these kids safe before they came in? Of course they were. Do they know they were going to come to us? Most likely. And even if they came in a roundabout or different way, we hear over and over and over again that the souls know exactly where they're going. So do the animals. And they say, well, how will they find us? They do. Energy. Think about it. The tree is directing its energy to its babies. I'm also hearing that, the, that all of those miles that the intention is going to those baby trees, but you know what? Kind of gives a little blessing to all the trees in between because they're privy to that energy coming past them. Think about it. Talking to or praying to straight to divine consciousness or whoever we'd like to pray to, that our loved ones who are out there, they feel the warmth of that. If it feels like a warm flame, of course they don't know the content. You're directing the content to the divine in, in whatever manner you would like to. When we give the content to our loved one, whether it's out loud or whether it is telepathic, they get every word. 
But are they affected when we're going direct, so to speak? Yeah. That energy goes by them and it uplifts them as it lifts us up. Because we're putting it out there and we're carrying less. Because when we do that, think about it. Notice what's going on in your gut right now. Take a deep breath. Feel the space between the shoulder blades. Feel the shoulder blades drop down and the chest opening up and the heart opening up. Your heart is open to loving. I hear so often that part of the grief is having so much love and where do we put it? We've told you about Sita who wanted to make her San Diego a stake. How can I manifest it? How can I give it to them? We're in the physical and it's so much easier. We're used to showing our love in the physical. But you know what? We all have a root system and we have a lung system which matches up to the root systems of the trees. We're all connected by our heart, by our gut, by our divinity, by who we are. Think of we being in the body, and again, we're magnificent souls. Just because we're in our vehicle doesn't mean we're any less. We came here to forget our expansive nature and, and our powerful nature and what we can do so that we can prove to ourselves that we will learn it and do it anyway. And especially when the people who came before us might say, oh, you know, that isn't the right way to do it. You know how many times this guy, David Millark, heard that he was crazy? And now there are forests all over the world growing from cloned champion trees and helping the environment and keeping this beautiful, magnificent schoolhouse going. Here's another thing when we, when we channel around this whole tree project, the people out of body who are coming in to help, kids, um, there's, there are so many, and I, and I hope you're not finding this too far out there, but when you think about the different vibrational levels we have here on the physical plane, the hummingbirds, the butterflies, they vibrate at a higher frequency, so it's easier for our loved ones out there to align with them energetically because their energy is closer and more in sync with that higher vibration. And of course, it has to be good for the butterfly. It has to be good for the hummingbird. But they are able to align that and they can come and talk to us. Here's the thing. A couple of times, it's really funny. I'll be channeling and just, you know, skipping along channeling and all of a sudden they'll just stop. And I'll hear like the beginning of the next sentence or where they're going energetically. And then they stop and they kind of regroup. And it's fascinating to me in terms of time warps and things like that because all of this is being downloaded for the needs of whoever's going to be listening to this. And of course, I don't know who you are, but you do because you're listening right now. But our out-of-body loved ones are the ones who are aligning. So if they know that you're going to be listening to this, they're downloading and they're putting in maybe little specific things for you. And the other thing is when you think about it, when we come to this earth and we are such magnificent spiritual beings with our hearts open, and our vision intact. Babies are always looking over our shoulder and they're seeing. And we become so beautifully distracted with this world. We also tend to become quite intellectual and we're getting a pat on the head whenever we're so smart. It's really lovely that we get accolades for talent too, because talent is usually the soldiers going wild and having a good time. And then of course they're going to, you know, teach us how to do it a certain way. That's magnificent too. But Here's the thing. A kid can sit down and play wildly at the piano with whatever's coming through them. And then they can sit and, and play the perfect Mozart piece because they've practiced it, or maybe they haven't. 
there's all of this energy around us, communicating with us, talking about the talents that are innate. It's a way for the soul to express who we are through the body and bring magnificence and high vibration and a way to share who we are with everybody. So why not share who we are with everybody? Well, if you're listening, then most likely you have a need to do so. Again, the tree wasn't thinking about any limitation or lack. I assume maybe the tree thought, holy whatever, gee, where, you know, the tree has the consciousness to know. Are the clones making the communication? Is the tree doing it? If this can happen and this is true, and it gave information that I had no idea about that was verified after, down to the numbers. Imagine your heart, your soul, your wisdom, your guidance, your imagination, your instinct, your intuition. Let your hands rest gently, palms open in your lap, and take a deep breath and Feel the magnificence of who you are. You're in this body. Just like that tree, that spirit of the tree is inside a tree stump. We're inside here. Imagine how powerful and how glorious it is to have our brains distracted, to train them, and we memorize and we learn. I can still remember some poems. and I, You know, I, I'm the perfect model of a modern major general, and I can do it in one breath. Very nice. It's nice to have fun with the brain. It's really fun. Take a deep breath and let the brain melt a little bit and acquiesce and become a partner with. Trees do it. Think of the song. Birds do it. Bees do it. It's all about love. I think that song might have another connotation. But we're talking about pure, pure, pure love and love energy. Animals, they know when you're hurting. Little kids, they'll come up to you and stare at you. You don't have to say anything. You're probably pretty intuitive. Notice the energy in your chest right now, expanding. Feel the energy moving around you. Feel your gut. Take a breath. Let it relax, but feel the energy of it. And notice that right now, oh, let the shoulders drop back down. Like little wings, you don't have to tuck them, but let them fall into place. Feel the energy opening up in your hands. Take a deep breath and feel the heart. Let the energy go down to the hands and let the energy from your hands pick them up. Hold them out. Send it to who you love. Oh, you have two hands, one on each side. I think I'll do mom and dad. Whoever you'd like, think of your whole heart going out there in this magnificent splendor that has no limitation to who you love out there and who you love here and the animals you love out there and the animals you love here. You know what? We can love them all. We can love them at the same time. There are so many people and parents I hear from that they won't mention other, you know, even grandparents sometimes, friends, they won't mention a child's name because they're afraid it would hurt them. It's so important to hear the name. They're with us. They're present. And hearing that name, it's so important to hear that for the whole life that went before. But it's so important for the life that continues now, that collaborative life. Take a deep breath. Feel that ability. Feel that collaboration. You are one with nature. Just like all the animals and just like the trees. Crystals, rocks, they have energy too. 
There are all kinds of vibrations. Do you know that there are spirits of the trees? A lot of the indigenous people who understood the rhythm of the trees and the language of the trees, and they're still there. If you go hug a tree and you ask for that wisdom, they'll share it with you. It's pure love. It's pure intention. It's pure giving. And think of how it's aligned. It takes in what we breathe out to give us fresh air without thinking about it. Do you have to think about how much you love? No, you love. Sometimes if you're mad, you might think, you know, why are you mad? Why are you so affected? Because you love them. You wouldn't be in so much pain if you didn't love them. So that pain is the driving force to help you to understand that that love is there. And you know what? There's a whole bunch of kids out here saying, oh, oh, don't forget us old folks. That love keeps growing when they're out of body. Their love for us continues to grow. You know that? They have access to us. And you know what? You can allow yourself, yes, you can, to love them and love them more and love them more strongly and tell them so. They need that. And you know why it's safe to do that? Because the road to communication is hugging what's here. The divine plan includes the beauty of the physical. No, you can't fly off. What will best help you? Hugging that tree. And when you think about the tree communicating to its babies, whether it's roots or if the roots aren't connected telepathically, oh my God, what power we have. Think about it. We have a beautiful mind to distract us. But when we apply our mind and decide where to direct it and then go underneath and not have a limitation of what other people might have told us, oh, we only have this many senses, we only do this, we only do that, the tree is not inhibiting its love, its energy for the growth of its spawn and probably all the other trees. And do you know what? I'm hearing also that the little mice and the little bugs and all the things that are going on around that tree, they feel that energy. There's a beautiful divine plan when we remember that we are part of nature's divine plan. We are part of, we are not a separate puzzle piece. So hug your doggies and kitties, hug each other. And the trees, we are nothing less. Think of your magnificence. And the beauty of the physical body is we can bring it around and we can hug people and we can teach we can allow we are the lighthouse and they're coming in with their light and their love awareness of the connection is the connection notice what's going on in your gut notice if you're being gently held and if you're not feeling that and you'd like to you can ask take your time with it be gentle with yourself with it And don't work too hard because it is not work. This is your birthright. Yes, you can do it after you're born here, but it's your soul right. And I'm reassured constantly that once we go out of body and we have that hug with our loved ones out there in the same vibrational place, all of the pain will melt away. But while we're here, you have the pain because you love. And that love is magnificent and Sometimes I just got, um, a lot of us will clench our jaw and we get that pain in the jaw and it's because the pain is so great, we have to hold it. There's a lot to the process. Do what you need to do. 
but understand that we are loving beings and whatever the circumstances. And if you're angry and if you're still yelling at them for going out of body when they promised they'd stay longer, all of that is okay because we're human and we have a human process. But we're also divine beings and we know how to send that love. We have a root system that's telepathic, that is made out of love. And you've all heard it before that we're all connected. We are all divine. We're all connected. And I totally believe that we're connected. We are all divine, of course. We all have access to divinity, to our higher selves. We're all connected. And when we stop and remember that, our energy expands. If somebody is watching you, your auric feels expands. The colors become more vibrant. And we heal. We heal. That love, that healing, how beautiful. And when we have an intention to send it out, we'll do it. Because we might not sit and do it for ourselves, but we'll do it for those we love. What can we do for them? Tree figured it out. You know the path. You know the way. You're already doing it. Take a deep breath and know how powerful you are. Drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. You're practicing staying in that high vibration. And it feels like you're kind of doing that a lot of the time to accommodate the in-body, the out-of-body balance. And, you're, and we're all learning to live at that higher frequency. Let the trees support us. Let the animals support us. Let divine support us. Ask for help. Take that deep breath and feel that love around you because that's the guiding force, the energy, and the all. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.